This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we are joined by Gail Nosal, director of Nini Productions. Gail has directed and produced the documentary Mission Wolf, Experiment in Living. Gail, welcome to Westcliff and welcome to KLZR. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into filmmaking. I have a background, uh, an extensive background in advertising and then in teaching. And towards the end of my teaching career, I was invited to um, come to to go to Uganda as a, a consultant to work with a, a group that wanted to bring secondary education to uh, young women in refugee settlements. And when I went there, I thought, oh, I know a lot about refugees, and I know a lot about Africa, but clearly I knew nothing. And I just really connected to the young women that were going to participate in this education program. I returned and I brought handy cams to them and introduced storytelling, drawing, poetry, and, um, you know, self documentation with cameras. And through that, then, I became, I guess, through the back door, attached to making a longer film and met other people who are filmmakers. And we spent then about four years making that film. And uh, then it led to this spark of wanting to um, let other stories of maybe unknown groups of people be told. And that then led to the film locally here in Colorado, where I'm What first brought Mission Wolf to your attention? I've known about Mission Wolf for many, many years. They have uh, a tour that they take with the wolves in the Mission Wolf bus. And as a teacher, Mission Wolf came to visit my school decades ago. And I first learned about the program then and would go and visit with my children. Uh, They came back to the school again. And I became very interested in not only their mission, but in the people that show up there, the people who decide to commit to uh, an extended period of time to, to live there in support of the mission. And speaking with you just briefly before we got started here, this, this uh, adventure has been uh, quite a bit longer than what I would have guessed. You said you spent three years altogether in the filming and the production of yes. Mission Wolf. It was a three-year process, in part because when you're making a documentary film, you have to kind of look for money or you have to look for people who will help you along the way. It's not. It's more often a labor of love in your spare time, uh, but also because I wanted to capture a seasonal change, a year's worth of change in the Mission Wolf community in the West Cliff area. And then once you get all your footage, you, you need to spend time, again, when you can fit it in, looking at the footage, figuring out what stories to tell. We may have interviewed and spent time with a half a dozen of the volunteers, but, but having six people in a film might be a little more complicated. So you have a lot of conversation. You want to be thoughtful. You want to be intentional. And uh, then you edit. And then after you edit, you show it to people and get feedback 
did they like it? Was it confusing? Is this part hard? Then you um, develop a rough cut, and then after that, you have to find someone who can do like color correction to make sure that the red in scene one is the same as the red in scene two. I mean, all of these things take a long time. So it was finally completed uh, at the end of 2017. And, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was completed in 2018, and then we started to submit it to festivals at the beginning of 2019. And I'm curious how that works with uh, putting together a documentary. Uh, do you have an idea of how it's going to be distributed before you start, or does that all come after completion? That's a great question. Documentary filmmakers, from what I can tell, are always asking themselves that question and then balancing it with the creative process that you don't maybe know exactly how the film is going to end and then who may be you know, interested in um, screening it. But our distribution for this film, our strategy is to get it first into festivals um, around the world, hopefully, and then after that we want to have more of a community distribution plan because there's so many people connected to Mission Wolf, connected to Colorado, connected to sustainability, connected to issues of community living that we'd like to be able to get it out at um, you know, local communities like Westcliff, towns all around. It's going to be in Woodstock, New York. It's going to be in a small town in Virginia. Um, the Sierra Club has reached out to us and has said they're interested in using the film with some of their volunteers to understand about what kind of goes into community living. So it's going to be more a grassroots. I don't think that we're going to put it out on like HBO or some grand thing like that. It's a real grassroots film because it's about grassroots community. And I'm sure when you got into this project, you had an idea of what to expect up at Mission Wolf, and I would imagine you probably ran into a couple of things that uh, you were not expecting. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, I, um, I wasn't expecting that there would be... Let's see. You can make a plan to meet with somebody and say at noon on Tuesday, I'd like to sit down with you at the bench, you know, at the table and have an interview. And all of those intentions and people really want to sit down at noon with you, but suddenly there's a fence that's broken. Suddenly there's a ginormous rainfall. So I somewhat thought that there would be um, interruptions, let's say, in my agenda, but I didn't realize how those interruptions um, were ultimately going to help inform the story. It sure. was by being present with the life and the choices and the decisions and the moment-to-moment -moment actions that, that really fed me as a storyteller to, to see that happen. So it was a blessing, at the same time sometimes a frustration. At the end of this long journey, Gail, um, what, what do you hope that viewers of Mission Wolf and Experiment in Living will take from the film? Wow, I hope that on one level people will take away um, an awareness of what it really takes to live together with people who may not be your friends or at first may not be your friends and put aside some differences, ideological and political differences, and just work together for this higher purpose, which is to let this refuge keep running. And I hope that people can then, you know, walk away and say, well, if I'm not someone equipped to go and live off the grid for a year, 
back? How can I perhaps commune with my community at home? How can I open my eyes up to how differences can be set aside sometimes? And then I would also hope that people would walk away thinking about their own actions in terms of sustainability and how they are, you know, recycling or saving or how they interact with the wilderness and how they see Western Colorado and how they see people who live in small towns or the, the things that happen out there beyond our um, neighborhood. I hope it would open our eyes to think about the stories that so many of us have to tell. Gail, did you have any involvement and or support from local organizations here in Custer County? Absolutely. Uh, every time that we came down to shoot, uh, you know, to film, we stayed at the Courtyard Inn. Very, very helpful and supportive, and they have been very supportive in our process of premiering the film locally. And Candy's Coffee right across the street here from KLZR, which has also been supportive, um, is uh, very interested in supporting the film as it moves around. And also the Westcliff Wine Mine. So locals... And local businesses have really stepped up to help bring awareness up, whether it's putting postcards and posters up or welcoming us when we come to town. And uh, I'm just grateful for you, Paul, and KLZR to, to have this interview happen. The Jones Theater, very helpful as well. And I know you're enjoying the afterglow of this finished project, but um, I have to ask you, Gail, what's, uh, do you have any idea what's next on the pipeline for Nini Productions? Thank you. Yes, currently um, a film that's in development is taking place in Nebraska, and it is um, at this stage um, following a, a woman who has been in the criminal justice system. She was incarcerated several times. She's cycled in and out of the criminal justice system. She's just recently been released, let's say, and she's re-entering um, her community in Omaha, and we're going to follow her and see what um, unfolds as she re-enters society. Well, sounds very interesting. Good luck with that project. Gail Nosal, thank you so much for joining us for Valley Views uh, here at KLCR, and I'm sure folks have all kinds of questions about Mission Wolf and Experiment in Living, and where can they go for more information? So first of all, if you want to learn more about uh, Nini Productions' past, uh, films, you can go to neneeproductions.com. That's N-E-E-N-E-E-productions.com. Specifically, to learn more about Mission Wolf Experiment in Living, you can go to missionwolffilm.com. And you can see updates. You can see where the screenings are coming up, at what festivals, and uh, join our newsletter. Gail, thanks again for joining us in Valley Views. Thanks for your good work, and it's a pleasure having you here in Westcliff. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed myself a lot. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 